uh, edit in some of that like some like crowd noise. <laughs> He's not gonna do that. <laughs> he might. <laughs> I'm gonna keep asking, right? I get, okay. I get, I think the, I think I get about one in every twenty requests actually occur. That's fine. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you you guys played uh, the Saturday before Mother's Day. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, I want to know, like, did they make progress? Because they seem to be the most cautious, slow-progressing group I think I've ever heard of. Do they? Is that is that the impression? That I'm, they're, they're I'm cautious? getting the impression that like they aren't doing the thing. You you portray them as being very cautious and not wanting to go in and do the thing. Okay, so yeah, that's that's gonna be true. But they they do make okay. progress. They do make they do make progress. Okay, progress occurs, and so uh, I was very proud of them. So the last time, uh, the game ended, and they had uh, kind of like helped out the Wan T leader of this underground layer because he's dying from the death curse. Okay, the the there's this soul monger. Yeah. What the fuck it is? He's dying. He got kicked out of his home. He's got some cool toys, or he can help them get some cool toys. Bing, bang, boom. A deal is made. They take out the, the leadership of the coup. Ooh. Reinstall our evil asshole who needs them to survive. They get good gear. All right, now, did I go over their meeting with Mr. Kite, my southern fish demon who yes. hooked them up with some more gear? Okay, we, yes. we, we did that. So we ended we did that. They at the were place. going to help the... They, they did the helping of the, the Wanty guy, and you talked about a, a battle in a hallway and that they just you know, didn't quite like they, they were very scared to go through the, the dungeon, it seemed. Yeah, they well, they, they showed very up very slow. They, they are. They're a cautious group of people. And yep. uh, you know what? That's good because I ran this as a play test for all of for, for some mm -hmm. of my online buds. And uh, and maybe because I just let them have infinite lives, but they they didn't give a shit, man. They were just dying. It was just left, right, and center, man. Just just death, death, McDying, falling down, and going. And I just, got to just play exploded. in one of those, and it was the best time. <laughs> and every Sunday evening, I go, "Oh, Cotton never said we were playing today." And I, I was like, "Oh man," because it was it was a it's a fun way to play with the infinite lives and you could just go with reckless abandon. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's so fun to do. Reckless uh, abandon. We, we should have more of that. The reckless abandon runs. I, I mean, I get that, you know, at a table, you don't want that. You want something that's sustainable and that, you know, is going to progress as a story. I get that. But man, it is fun to just let loose and do <laughs> reckless abandon. Right. Well, these, these people have been in the game for just over a year, and they like these characters, and they do not wish to die at the big event. Yeah. So mm -hmm. they are going to be more cautious. Now, the first thing mm -hmm. we did is uh, not quite related. I got my mom a gift, and I'm going to link it in the watching live chat. And just it was a T-shirt with this on it. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the T-shirt I got my mom, and it it very much <laughs> describes her character. That is fantastic. The T-shirt reads, I. I didn't ask how big the room is. I said I cast fireball. Yep, that's 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 go. my mom. It's a, it's a it's a Hello trusty here. meme. It's pretty cliche <laughs> at this point, but she lives up to it. Uh, uh, options one, two, and three are fireball, 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 and option four is in run away. Uh, is that uh yeah. that what you got her for Mother's Day? Yep, that's what I kind of uh, got her. Oh, did she like it? She was very happy. Ah, cute. In fact, my, my, my beautiful wife, Robin, helped me out because I forgot the shirt. I had it in a special place oh my at my God. house. And we went to the shop. And I'm like, fuck, I don't have a shirt. So Robin, like, bolted home, got it, brought it back. And so I got to show it off to the group and everybody. And so she saved the day. Once again. <laughs> once again. Once uh, again, proving yep. that you are not good enough for her. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you married up. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, she, <laughs> she, she kind of married up. And then I can reach the high cabinets. <laughs> ha! 20% of the house is closed to her. Uh, the top, the top, like, fifth. Uh, just, so, anyway, wow. we get up, but they, the, the game starts with them pretty much at the entrance of the Tomb of Annihilation, the final bit. As they approach, there's an obelisk. This obelisk is full of mean little hints and clues to the rest of the of the dungeon. The dungeon, by the way, and there are spoilers here. There's just no way to avoid it. So if you if you don't want this spoiled, 
I don't know what to tell you. But uh, the dungeon is six le levels deep. There's the first level on the ground floor. Then it goes down. First, you have to get into the fucking thing. The first thing is there's a little side tunnel. Uh, it's It's got the statues of the nine gods. It's kind of like a puzzle. If you walk in there, you can find behind a hidden thing a necklace that helps you find the real entrance. Okay, great. There's also the main fake entrance. It's a big like area you would walk through, like a tunnel carved in the side of this mountain, and the players approach it. Inside are nine sockets for the nine puzzle cubes they have collected. They understand that they need to put the opposing gods across from each other, but there isn't nine holes. There's only eight. Now, there are nine gods. Eight of them are in pairs that don't like each other, and the middle one is Unk. If it helps you to think about it, they are all very much aligned in the same way as the traditional lawful uh, and evil, or the, the whole, the, the chart, the alignment chart, right? Lawful, neutral, yeah. chaotic, good, yeah. evil. Yeah. yeah so like each yeah. each god has its opposing thing, right? There's like the lawful good Moa. There's the chaotic evil monkey whose name I fucking forget. Great. Unk is the snail. He's dead center. He's true neutral. His little block is not cut out of the puzzle. So they have nine puzzle cubes and eight slots. The trap is, if you put those puzzle cubes in with the correct guys opposing each other, a giant stone door comes down from behind the players, trapping them in this room, and poison acidic jets fume for one minute. And the, and the poison of these fumes does 5d6 the acid does 5d6 so if you do the math they're dead the barbarian if it, in terms of math would come out with two hit points everybody else done this was my big fear my big fear is they're gonna go in there slot this shit <laughs> and then that be a total party wipe right this was ugh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and man they were hunting it and here's here's what got me okay they're hunting it. They're seeing it. But man, our rogue, he is on point. He is spotting shit. He is rolling. They're in cautious mode. He sees that there's a trap door that will trap the players in here. Aha. His suspicions are raised. Our barbarian. He says, I want to see if there's any footprints or any traffic. Son of a bitch. He nails it. I love that feeling. When a player asks the right goddamn question. Because there is the real entrance. And there are footprints that lead to it. It's printed in the book. I would have house ruled it if it wasn't. But it was there. He asked the right question. He makes the roll. He rolls a high. And I'm like, I'm just like, I just want to hug this guy. Okay? Because he's going to avoid the total party wipe. He did everything right. He's making cool decisions. The dice are backing him up. Man, this is what it's about. And then they promptly forget that shit for like 15 fucking minutes. I'm like, yeah, there's, there's, you see a trail of footprints go off to the west, leading into the trees. And it's like, cool, fuck that. And like, they just, they just focus on the goddamn death trap. I'm losing my mind. They do, as they, as they approach it, by the way, they're about to start putting the puzzle cubes in. Our rogue was chilled out, I think, by the fact he detected the door trap, the thing that would like trap them in. He's not thinking about detecting the trap that has the sprayer bit. As they're about to put this shit in, the rogue goes, maybe we should use Mage Hand. And maybe I should check it for traps. Thank God. Thank you, rogue. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. I just need you to not fuck up this roll. He did not fuck up the roll. So they're aware of it. Now, I had him roll intelligence, not dexterity or wisdom. Because uh, the trap, we're having roll twice, but I know I put an intelligence roll in there to see if he would know how to plug it. Because the book says on these various traps, you can stuff like nozzles with wax or rags. It may it would be a really cool thing for a player to think of that, but they may not be able to visualize it or feel that that's an option. And so I was like, you know what, make an intelligence. Um, what is it? Um, Slide of hand check or what? You know, like I think mm -hmm. that's the, the the replacement for like fine trap. And he rolls. He rolled high, and he has a high skill in that. I'm like, you would know that you could clog this with rags or wax. And you have these incense things you bought for reasons we're not going to get into. So mm -hmm. they stuff it. They put all the shit in the trap. They stay in the room. The nozzles just spurt, but they can't kill them. And they will not let this fucking thing go. So, so we're going to fast forward a bit as they keep trying to figure out this trap because they they really think this is the real entrance. Okay. And so they're fucking with it. They're fucking with it. They're fu Finally, the, the our barbarian, like his light, you know, the the marble went in the right hole, and bing, 
He lights up. Wait a minute. Weren't there some footprints? Yes, there were. <laughs> they head that way. Ta-da! Real entrance to the tomb is found. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, a second. This whole place is devious traps, okay? That's, that's just the name of the place. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Our cleric cast fine traps. So she, know, she knows this guy's tricky. She knows there are traps here. She understands the deal. The book also says if you cast fine traps, it just doesn't fucking work. <laughs> it's a specific rule of the dungeon. There's a specific, like, there is a list of spells that do not work properly in the book. Our party found this out when they wait, attempted wait, wait. to use no, Dimension wait. Door. No, wait, wait. Does yes. the book say why they don't work? Like, is there a logical yes. reason? Yeah, the Archlich Archlich Aserak trapped the dungeon. He know he know magic good. He know magic good, so he <laughs> so clerics are nerfed. Yeah, well, I mean, among others, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guy. Uh, right. Like for example, our our uh, in our game, I believe someone tried to cast Dimension Door. Any spell in the game that has any type of like teleportation ability goes straight to the like room fifty eight, which is just a fuck you room of corpses, and huh. one way out with a fifty percent chance of it attempting to dump you into pure death, like like pure nothingness. I don't like that whole thing. It's yeah, very much like the gotcha. I don't like it. I don't like like oh you just you know like you just made my character just not do its thing like. I know. I can't do my thing. Like that's not good. He's mean. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right. Go on. Uh. All right. So, so they they cast uh you know, fine traps, and they open the door, and there's a corridor, and in this corridor there is a very creepy room with a graven skull across the hallway that, with another blocking door. The skull is like on the door, and there's an hourglass and a lever, and that's it. Now, the trap is, when you walk in this room, the door behind you shuts, and you hear an audible countdown. Ten, nine, eight, seven, all the way down to one. And the deal is, once you hit zero, the door, further on into the dungeon, just opens. If at any time you pull the lever, the floor fails, it opens, it just collapses into a room full of poisoned punji sticks. It is mean. And they poison you for the entire day, by the way. Everything you do is like disadvantage. You take a shit ton of poison and piercing damage. It, it's just a nasty, nasty trap. And our cleric looks at it. It's fine. You detect no traps. I had her walk in the room. And I said, your vision. I did give her one hint. Her vision went blurry when she went inside the room. Like When, when she went in the dungeon is when I said that, that's, that this counter magic would take effect. So she had a hint. And they were still suspicious. And what they did was they mage-handed the lever from across the room before they ever even got into that room to make the door shut behind them. And as soon as they pulled the lever, the whole door just like it just all collapsed to shit. <laughs> and they solved the issue. And I just kind of house-ruled that 10 seconds later the door would just open on its own without going through this weird countdown. I was trying to speed up play a little bit. But they still have a giant punji or you know punji stick problem, right? Like the, the floor is gone. And they're coming up with ways to get across it. And then my mom was like, wait, I have fly. And it's a touch spell. I can make other people fly. I can make our barbarian fly. And he can just ferry everybody across the room. I'm like, fuck, that's, that's pretty good. However, in our barbarian's ecstatic. He's like, yes, it's about to happen. I'm about to have wings. But he would do like, the, like the, the angel fly thing with his hands. Like you put your hands up by your shoulders and go flap, 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 flap. He was ready to fly. Mm-hmm. But our rogue remembered he has a robe of useful items they traded for. And there's four 24-foot ladders. This gap is 20 feet across. Rips the patch off, slaps the ladder, boom, first trap down. This trap fucked up our playtest group badly. Hmm. I, oh. I, I, de- I detected slight amounts of salt. It was like, there should be a hint that there's some poison here. I frankly kind of agreed. Um, I was trying to work out how to do that. I, for, for me, I, I wanted that trap to not be so nasty. So I felt by giving the cleric a kind of your vision goes to shit was like, hmm, this is shady. Maybe we should still be careful despite the fact my vision says there's no traps here. You know? Maybe uh, if you had, like, if somebody rolled a good perception, like, you could have detected uh, a, a, a weird odor for the poison. 
Yeah, there is, there, there is the ability to detect the seam around the edges. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm guessing our rogue, our rogue is like, like he just made this character specced out to the gills in terms of detecting traps. He's Good call. Player though, right? Nope. He's Don't think not he's the most ever played. He just wanted to make a, wow. he wanted to make a sneaky, sneaky, skilled rogue. Wow. And he did the kind of thing like, oh, these skills are cool, and this skill is cool. I want to pick locks and be sneaky and climb, huh. and so. He's not he's not the best rogue at damage. Like there's ways to build a higher damage yeah. rogue. Yeah. Um by far. Somebody's but been he, reading. Okay. He he knows how to how to detect shit. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. good for him. Um but I, I don't even think I got to the, the part where about the floor having a seam or that being a, an issue before they were already on like team mage hands from across the room. So like there's no real point at this point. Like you're you're going to trigger the trap, the floor is going to collapse, you got it figured out. So that's what they did. So I'm thinking, man, ah, these players are doing good, 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 good. I'm I'm impressed. Like they're they're playing, they are a game in it, <laughs> you know. And so mm-hmm. I'm worried, like, you know, am I am I being too easy on them? Was the hint about the vision thing, you know? Okay, we'll see what happens. They go forward in the hallway. There's the another one, like graven or like skull images carved on the wall with this. Pure magical blackness on the inside. Lang and wages a demon. It wants to ambush anyone who tries to like investigate this shadowy blackness. They look at it. Oh man, they think about it. They're like, maybe we should look inside of it. I'm like, yes, look inside of it. Shadow demon. Let's go inside. They just kept, they just wanted to, and they didn't do it. The caution, man. That all this caution is paying off. And I'm so proud of them. Um there was a room before. Oh yeah, there was a hallway before that with like some poison darts. Once again, they detect the traps, so they're doing great on that. They went into. Uh, they, they continued down into the dungeon. They let's see. This dungeon has a central stairway. Okay. This is what is so hard about running this dungeon, is that it's it's not remotely linear. Okay. There's a central stairwell that goes from the top level, level one, down. All the way to level five, and the sixth level is like you know the boss fight. There's not much there, but you know the main, the the big fight. Okay, so mm-hmm. like the entire dungeon's kind of open to the players. Hidden throughout the dungeon are the coffins or, sep- or sepulchers or whatever you would say. I can't say that word for shit. Um, that are the individual tombs of the nine gods. These were the nine gods of the city of Omu that was sacked. By the evil Archlicaserac. Each one of these like stone coffins has some item, a magical item on the inside, cursed with the spirit of one of these gods. If you touch it, the god attempts to possess you. And you gain like a flaw based on the alignment of that god, and you gain a power. You get a boon. So just keep this in mind. Our players are exploring the dungeon. Mm-hmm. We have another graven image thing. Its mouth, however, is a gape big enough to crawl through. I feel like that's a big hint to my players, but also I feel like you wouldn't understand. Like you wouldn't think to ask that, right? If I told you there was a a graven skull image and its mouth was open, you might not think, you know, to the point a creature could crawl through it, right? You would just think it's like a normal face. There's, you know, but there you go. It's you can crawl through it. It's got two lit flames, one in each eye. Our barbarian, with all of his massive hit points, is going to be our point man. Like that was the plan. Like send in the guy with the HP, and let's just see what happens, right? He, he'll if, if if there's like a shotgun trap behind the door, he can eat it and report back, "Hey, there's a shotgun trap, and uh, I'm not dead, and we're all good." So he goes in by himself first. One light snuffs out, and you're like, ah. It only allows two passages before, you know, something happens, right? Based on logic, and they're right. He goes in there and he hears a telepathic voice of a young child in his mind. Why am I here? Why can't I see anything? Who is this? What's happening? And I'm like raising my voice. She's getting angrier. She's worried. She's scared. And he can see a tomb, the first one that they've seen. He doesn't know what the fuck it's about. And beyond that is... A skull in a crystal squared or crystal cube case. 
he knows the voice is coming from that. Now, no one else, they, they can see through the mouth, but they, they don't know what's happening. He's having this, um, you know, telepathic experience. One of the hints that you see on that opening obelisk outside was speak no truth to the doomed child. This oh, is a skull of a child. It's a young, it's a small humanoid skull. And he's like, oh, shit. So he, 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 get, he puts two and two together. And our barbarian now is the one who has to make the charisma deception check. He not good at talking. <laughs> so the deal is, this was a former queen of Omu, or princess of Omu. And she was kidnapped, and she was killed, and she was turned into this skull. Now, if they tell her the truth, or they don't lie to her effectively, out from the walls come spiders that are chittering. True, I could hurt them when he came in the room through the crevices and the, like, staking tunnels in the walls. Also, that skull becomes a flame skull, lights on fire, and starts casting fireball. <laughs> so, important to keep her chilled out. Well, Turok <laughs> is like, no, you're fine. This is just a dream. Fuck, I can't think of anything better alive than that. That makes sense. And he just absolutely crushes the roll. <laughs> I mean, I think he actually rolled the DC. Like, his, his plus zero... Was oh, was wow. was fine. It worked out. Wow. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Good for him. So he convinces her that she settles down. There's a tomb. He shoves the lid off, grabs it, and is immediately like possessed. So all all anyone sees is him like talking to air. He opens up the top of this lid, touches a staff, a green serpentine like snake cloud happens, and then possesses him. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, guys, we're good." Anyway, he gains the ability to go invisible at will. <laughs> Here's the thing. He did not want this power. <laughs> he didn't give it. The flaw was you have to speak the truth. This is the lawful good uh, God. And so you can't tell lies. He's like, uh, huh, I don't know. Is anyone else? And, and, and the staff was like a, was like a castery staff, at least to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's like a staff that can turn. It's like the staff of the serpent or something. It can turn into a snake and constrict. And it's got some other shit, but. Wasn't really what he was looking for, right? He he wants a different god. He's like, well, this is this is God one. We've got nine more of these motherfuckers. This is not my speed. So let's give this. So so I think the druid or uh, priest uh, a priest allowed themselves to be uh, possessed. I want to say it was the druid off the top of my head. So our druid is possessed by Moa. She gets the staff. Cool. They continue along. So as they're exploring. <laughs> they go into uh, they went in one room with like a uh, a false tomb, and the spirit of Moa says this is does not look like any of the tombs that 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 would it doesn't have the trappings of the other gods right all the other ones are decorated with the animal spirit that represents that individual god or some image that relates to a story of theirs it's all of them right this is just a golden beautiful coffin. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Of, there's a word for a stone coffin. I just cannot remember, remember what it is, but it's a, whatever it is. Sarcophagus? Sarcophagus! Son of a bitch. Yes, stone <laughs> sarcophagus. Thank you. Thank you, dude. I win. So they are they are sussing on this thing. They think it's a trap. It totally is. And uh, they're, they're in like a chapel-shaped room, and there's a light that's above. And they're, they're, they're underground. They're in the mountain, by the way. They're in the mountainside. There's no reason light should be up there, but it is. And... They just, like, can't stand it. So I want to say they, most of them hid outside. And the rule on the room is if they open that coffin, there is a little sign that says, wash your troubles away, right? With like a, with like, or like you can dr- or drink your troubles away. And when the light hits that sign... Like a door starts to shut behind them, but it shuts slowly. Well, their their spotty senses were tingling. They were so they they, they ran outside. The door shuts, and they're like, "Man, I, I feel like this room's gonna flood or something." There was like, and they were totally right. <laughs> wine. There was like they're they're like wine, like like they're like water tower level like things or whatever. Like like these big containers attached uh, near these mouths that like smell of wine. The room floods with wine. Uh, water weirds that are actually like it's reskinned to be wine weirds are in the room, and all they see, being on the other side, having chosen correctly to leave when they had the chance, was like a little wine seeping from under the door. 
You're like, yep, that's a bullshit. That's we're not going back in there. So once again, they're caution. They, they were a little uncautious. If that door had shut faster, it would have been the first like big fight. Right? There's, there's not a lot of big fights in this dungeon. We're like, you square off, and we're gonna like we're gonna fight it out. You know. <laughs> but that was one. All right, but let me let me let me sure. ask a question then. As the GM in that module, if that were to happen, is that point just a, it's a TPK? Sorry. Or uh, was there no. a way to get out of it? I believe that when you defeat the water weirds, reskinned as wine weirds, uh, the the door will open. So it's a fight where the room is slowly filling. So like there's a timer. It, it, again, this is if memory serves. When like the room will start to flood. Mm-hmm. Every round it gets X high. Now you're in water. You're at disadvantage. You're fighting water weirds, which are fine to fight in water and are more than happy. And I think I think they're invisible or difficult to see. So it's a nasty fight against an enemy that's going to be that by themselves wouldn't be a threat, but they're going to they're going to be hard to take down while the room fills with 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 wine mm-hmm. and drowns you. But you, if you do kill the wine weirds, I believe the door does open. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's it's. You can see it's an efficient thing. Like I, the, those weirds by themselves would not be a nasty villain. The trap itself wouldn't be particularly nasty. It's the combination of these two things. It's like mm-hmm. these two little things working in concert are a really nasty trap. And there you go. That's 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 how a lot of this place is. A lot of these challenges are not based on any kind of fighting at all. It's more like just traps and triggers. This one did have enemies where like fighting mattered. The faster they kill these damn things, the faster they get to get out of drowning. So, mm-hmm. cool. Hmm. Uh, let's see. They go from there. All right. They they kind of suss that one out. As they walk through the halls, they come across in the like, a, a, a tiny squared off room. It's like a long hallway, and then a room is fifteen feet by fifteen feet. So three squares on a battle grid. The room is dominated by a large mask, giant mouth, large enough to crawl through. Installed in the floor. Our party over the weekend was uh, similarly distracted, uh, or I guess intrigued. Uh, and here I did do some house ruling based on the play test with our party, right? So they rappel down this hole, and you're in the you you come down to the second level through the roof, and you see a sarcophagus, solid gold. And small, and it's on like a funeral barge, like a small canoe-shaped boat on top of a dais. Like the floor is elevated, mm-hmm. but the but most of the floor is a clear Egyptian-y puzzle floor. There's like seven different symbols, like the reed, the foot, mm-hmm. the the paint, whatever the fuck, uh, the raven, and there's all these tiles on the floor. If you get off the little like platform area and step on a tile. Uh, there are these statues in the corners with like griffins or something. There, and out of their mouths, insects come and they swarm around the point that was touched for like a minute, and just eat and shred anything and everything. All right? Mm-hmm. There's a dead body to denote this off in the uh, on the east side of the room. It was like a dwarf that got shredded, and he was of the Yellow Banner. There's like a group that previously raided the temple, and they've kind of got some lore here. It's kind of fun to throw the lore of this. Like, it's, it's like a failed party that they get tidbits of information from. So it's kind of a cool, mm-hmm. creepy thing to be learning about your your predecessors and how it didn't work out for them. And he like lasso like it's again the lower Turok, our barbarian, uh, <laughs> our our copyright name, barbarian. And he like throws a lasso, kills a dexterity score or something like lasso bullshit. Like like pulls this thing, pulls him over, and gets like you know a, a lore notebook thing about how he they're failing or what they're trying to find. Cool beans. He uses a pole. I think they ripped a. I think they ripped a ten foot pole off of the useful items robe, and they're like poking, and then like insects come up. Well, they try to brute force this, which is the same thing our party tried to do. Now the real answer is there is no way to solve this fucking room from this point. And I do not like this because there's this giant hole in the floor. It screams, "Come in here." Mm-hmm. Uh, you come in there and you're safe on the platform. And so you're right by this golden sarcophagus. You cannot open. And the rules as written are you pretty much have to be on the other side of the door that seals off this room. 
And then there's a complicated way to like figure out with like a dial on some statue, like a like a code dial. Like one person can read the code dial, one person's in the room, and the, and the door is shut between them, so it's a communication problem. You know, they have to figure out how to talk to each other despite being separated by a door. And like it's it's a, it's a puzzle, and you can brute force it from it. there. Yeah, I remember that one, and there was like zero way to figure it out if you came down that way. Like you you you, you were stuck. Yeah, you can't even brute force it because, uh, and I I didn't say say this because I guess I wasn't supposed to, but what the room does is whenever you push a tile, right or wrong, the sequence in the correct code changes. Like it goes forward one notch. So if the code were cotton, okay, like in terms of letters, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you hit any letter, whether it be C or like X, the next code is now O. It should be O-T-T-O-N-C. Mm-hmm. So you can't try one two three four one two three five, you know you can't like brute force it because it's con- the, the the password is constantly changing as you try to input any number. Yeah. So you're 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 never gonna get it. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck this, I, you know. So the actual rules are: this golden sarcophagus is the only one that's like small enough and light enough to include rules for like lifting it out. You can just steal the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. It's solid gold and it's heavy as fuck. But we have a barbarian, and the strength rules in D and D are, are like, like like weight rules are kind of silly. So he's like, I just grab it and leave. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to let them crack this thing open. Once it leaves this room, I want to have the magic of this thing confined to this room because this is the one movable uh, sarcophagus. This puzzle sucks, and they've already kind of been and like they're. I, I just don't think this is going to be fun, right? Mm-hmm. The, the way that they're they're beating their heads into this particular puzzle. So he just takes it. He just roll, goes it up. And our druid looks at it and says, uh, "I say open sesame." And then and then it, and she, I try to open it and it opens. And they're like, "You made it up." And I did make it up, mm-hmm. but I didn't make up the open sesame. That just happened to work. Like mm-hmm. I, I had come up with a rule. The rule had been satisfied. They could have said, you know, fucking. Shop at Costco. We love you. And the fucking thing would have opened up. It was already unlocked. <laughs> so, so once again, Turok. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who's gonna grab this wand. And this this thing is so fucking crazy. So before we have a staff of the serpent, you can Google it. It's fine. It's cool. This is the like wand of many things. Okay. Now Robin, my wife, made a like cards for each of the items. In this dungeon, right? Like a little, and they're about uh, double the size of a playing card, and they have like a picture on the front, the title, and they've got details on the front and or back. This thing requires the front, the back, and a separate eight by eleven piece of paper to denote all of the bullshit it can do. You point this wand into space, and you just say go, and it casts one through one hundred, whatever. It's like you roll a d one hundred, mm-hmm. and there's like fifty different fucking results. And something happens. It might shoot gems. It might cast fireball. It might do fucking teleport. It could do anything. So it's, it's just basically a, it, the deck of many things just as a wand. Yep. It's the yeah. yeehaw. Let's fucking go. And the flaw is sometimes you just do random shit. This is the chaotic neutral bunny. He's ready to fucking go. I'm thinking, man, old Tarak has found his thing. Nope, that's a wand. Not for me. And he gives it to the cleric. And so our, our, our straight-laced cleric, played by the uh, our, our mid-60s Catholic person, not love her death, but now she, she she's playing a v- even more like she's playing uh, a character that is far more straight laced than herself. I should not do her a discredit, mm-hmm. but now her straight laced character is like you know a bit more neutral than she used to be. <laughs> so we'll see how fun that is to role play. Uh, so yeah, they they solved that one. So they're doing good. All right, they're doing great. Yeah. Man, we're like we're like two tombs down. They're crushing it. They decide to go downstairs for a little bit. Like oh, okay, I'm gonna go downstairs. They head on the way down. But how I come did they get to... out of the room? Oh, sorry. Well, they, they just... Turok had been let down on a rope. Oh, so they just climbed back up the rope? Yeah, like they had a rope. They just hauled him up. They had a rope that went down the mouth of this mm-hmm. floor-based okay. uh, skull mouth thing. And yeah. he, like, was... And there's a dais that when you get lowered down yeah, into yeah. That, in that room, you're safe. So they just pull his ass yeah. back up once All he, right, he grabbed the... Right. Yeah. So... Uh, they're back on floor one. They head down to floor two. Okay. They uh, come across a door, and it's got three like holes about uh, like a foot and a half cut across it. They get near it, zombie heads come out. They're gnashing at them. They're like, oh shit! 
and they like they, what's funny is they freak out and are like, oh no, zombies. So on one hand, these are zombies. These guys are level nine. Zombies are not a problem. Secondly, the, only the zombie head can get through there, so it's not really a threat. And it's like, <laughs> I was so happy when, I, when uh, the guy who played Turk was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna like hit him in the head with my axe." I'm like, one, two, three, they're dead. As you do that, you hear thum. Interesting. So in that room, also in in the door, the door slams open. So what it was is there's this door with these holes, and the three zombies. Are like I have ropes tied to them, and they are like like attached to a pulley system. What holds this door is my best understanding. I'm trying to recollect it exactly. When they killed them, they went limp and got sucked back, and the door can open. And you look in this room, and on the sides of this very large coffin's room are down each side three big clay pots filled with bones, six in total. Across from you is a statue. Of like an Omuin, or like, uh, it's in the land of Chult. You know this this proud warrior with his like spear, emblazoned on a brass shield. Okay, big brass shield hung up on leather straps, engraved with this like Chultan warrior. And there's a uh, an engraving somewhere, or, or it's written out. It says um, like bow to nobody. Right, it says bow to nobody. And then beside this big statue, are actual, or sorry, beside this big shield. This uh, engraved with this big Omuin are three big, like even bigger statues. One, uh, one has a spear. One has like a bow or some shit. One has no face. Now here's the deal: if you go in here and bow before the man with no face, the bow before nobody. Haha. But I'm. Well, in the middle of the room is like a big wagon, like like a cart thing, and on it is one of the sarcophagi. Okay, I know the plural, but not the <laughs> the main word apparently. Well, they don't they don't they don't get the puzzle right. So <sighs> the door doesn't shut behind them. They can leave. However, out of all those big clay pots full of bones, skeletons come out, two from each pot. In every round, another skeleton comes out of each and every one. Also, mm. that engraved image on that shield comes to life rears back to throw spears and they do like it's it's plus 10 to hit and they do about 20 damage a pop wow so and he has like a plus and he, and he goes on initiative 20 so he's like the second to go in the round now our barbarian is going to tank this guy he just goes up and the rules of the encounter are this and this shield targets whoever's nearest him well that's turok now turok is raging He's not taking a lot of damage, but he's just getting, it's just round by round. The skeletons are not going away after the first, like, two or three. Like, but the first round, you can see you can see the, where the math is going to go. That this is going to be a pain in the ass. Mom lays out fireball. Boom! Kills a shit ton of these goddamn skeletons and also destroys two of the pots. And they're like, ah, uh, we have to kill the pots. The pots are the problem. They fight the skeletons. They're hiking and slashing, making the rolls, going after the skeletons. They're protecting the pots, breaking the pots. And they try to hit this shield. And it just is. It's immune to anything but force damage. And they don't even know that. They just know they can't hurt this fucking thing. And it's just popping them. And I guess they feel if they kill all the skeletons and destroy all the pots, this thing will chill out. Wrong. If it can see you and you don't bow before the faceless one, you just keep getting popped. So once they've won the encounter, they don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, they feel like they want to open the sarcophagus. Now, there's nothing stopping them from opening the sarcophagus, mm-hmm. getting possessed or obtaining the item, and leaving, or just leaving. One of them asks, what is the shield attached to on the wall? And I'm like, that's the question. I look at it, and I'm shocked to see that it was indeed leather straps. Mm-hmm. There are rules in the game to just cover this thing with a sack. Like if you get, if this thing can't see you, you can't it can't hit you. Well, that's what I was thinking. Just cut it <laughs> off the leather straps and let yeah. it face down on the ground. It can't see me then. <laughs> so not that well, hard. The cleric runs up and and because it's her initiative when they figure this out, but she's mm-hmm. not good at sleight of hand, which is the rule that I'm going to make this on. It's either that or hit, which also not good at, and uh, I don't think she had a knife or a blade, not drawn. It's like a mace, right? So I'm like, you're gonna have to do like some sleight of hand, like try to untie it. 
again, hot roll. Okay. <laughs> like 18, 19 range. I'm like, I, I could untie a leather strap, you know, a, a, even under some duress. And then like, uh, I, think, I think our rogue was next. He goes, flop. I roll a dice. It's even. It lands face up and pops to rock. Now at this point, <laughs> you would think they would just flip it over, right? That makes sense. Except our druid, in trying to figure a way to hurt this motherfucker, had cast heat metal on the shield. So the shield's hot. <laughs> uh, we go back to our, ro- our robe of useful items. Hallelujah. Rip off a pit. I think most of our rogue wanted to just, just really wanted to use the fucking magic pit. It's very much like the Acme pit from Roadrunner. You just like throw out a hole. Yeah. And so rips it off, throws it. The thing goes to the bottom and they're just good. I'm like, oh, okay, problem solved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so the point of this so far, quick break. Robe of useful items. They're great. They're just they're just the best fucking thing. Big fan of them. Mm-hmm. And and give them to your players. They're great. So <laughs> small aside. They go on top of the cart. They open it up. And there are the bones of Papazatl, the Eblis. A, a crane stork-like bird. The lawful evil one. I'm like, ooh. Good stuff. Once again, Turok opens it up. And he's possessed by the evil bird. And I think he gave that to the ranger. Like, I have no problem with them. Like, like the, 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 the these spirits just want to possess somebody, okay? They don't give a shit who it is. They're just ready to kill Asarag. It's the one thing everybody here agrees on. Asarag fucking sucks. He's got to go. So, uh, <laughs> our, uh, our uh, Turok guy, he, he's holding out for like a bat. He wants the warrior. He doesn't know, who, and he he doesn't know or give a shit about these guys. He just wants someone who's like fucking murder, stab, destroy, not the uh, the cold sneer of command. None of that shit. I want fucking you know murderating. So uh, I believe our ranger got that. I can't fully remember, but I think so. And I think he has like a a ring of like uh, health regeneration or like, like constitution mm-hmm. crank you know cranks up or, or something. No. I, mm-hmm. He did keep that one. Shit, he does have it for now. We'll see if he keeps it. My bad. I had to okay. think because he used it. To, he used it to retroactively heal himself from getting his ass kicked because it gave you like twenty three con. Mm-hmm. So that helped him out a little bit. We'll see how he how he real plays it or if he keeps it on him. I do like the fact he is going to be possessed by every god in here eventually. Is what it sounds like. He's just going to have to go through a lot of weird dissociative shit to get to the other side. <laughs> Better him than the puny. Companions right. he has with him. <laughs> yeah, you you don't want you, you you don't want anybody with a strong mind to encounter that many other minds. You just need to like, <laughs> you know, derp your way through it and hope it's fine, and just end up a big ball of muscle and trauma at the end. So, <laughs> and that is about where we called it. Now I've been ranting about this game for a good chunk of time. Uh, any questions? Any comments? Opinions? Suggestions about the run so far? Do you feel that you, given that, you know, you've read the module and there's some gotcha moments in there, do you feel that you're, like, pulling the punches a lot? I feel I'm pulling them. I'm always more scared of that because I really don't want to hurt my players, and you Mm -hmm. can't. I'd much rather pull a punch than overthrow one because you can always kill them later, right? If, Mm -hmm. If you want to party on some bullshit, there's just not a lot of coming back from it. So hmm. there was one or two things like I, I house ruled a bit, or they they steal the sepulcher, but that's one out of nine gods, and that puzzle sucks. And it felt like the outsmart. And like even the rules. Oh, by the way, even the rules of the game say when you steal that sepulcher, like if it moves or something, or if you uh, trigger whatever, like planar walls come up around the dais, which would like prevent you from getting to it. Like if you ever hit one of the traps or whatever. Wow. You can't run to the platform to be safe. Mm-hmm. But he's on the platform, and it says these are walls of force. They go straight up, which does not preclude the ceiling. If it had said in the book, like, the entire thing is a cage, I'd have been like, mm-hmm. you know what? Get fucked. You don't get to, like, do what yeah. you want to do here. But it yeah. didn't. It left a clear opening that there was, like, walls on all four sides but not mm-hmm. up. And so what am I going to do? Have him steal this thing and it not open? I don't know. I just felt like I kind of pulled that punch a little bit. But mostly, they've, they've just played really smart. They've, they've found a lot of the, of the little ways. Uh, the, the biggest punch I pulled was telling the cleric, your fine trap 
vision doesn't work. But that was also, even if I didn't throw a hint that way, the very first thing that happened was a trap that her vision, like she looked in that hallway. She very much tried to detect traps in that hallway. And I'm like stone cold, nothing here, nada, no way. And then when they pulled that lever with mage hand, I specifically used the word trap. I said, the floor trap opens, showing the punji sticks below. And she's like, well, I have fine traps. Remember that, right? I'm like, I know, and I did not make a mistake. So, I mean, the whole vision blur thing may have been a pulled punch, but man, it's uh, it, it, not the end of the world. Like, I didn't feel like I slathered it on, right? Like, they kind of, like, had that one solved. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying, like, because you identify that, because you have a lot of new players, you're not, and I'm not saying this is a good thing or a bad thing, it's just an observation, you're not giving them the true experience of that module, right? Because you're kind of taking maybe an R-rated thing and you're making a PG-13 because you don't want to kill them. I, it's not so much I don't want to kill them. It's I don't want to kill them right now. On like day one, that's not a very good story to tell. But also, I don't want anything that's not fun. Like if they had gone in that room and fucked it up, they were 100 percent gonna get. They, they could have learned that their fine trap vision doesn't work at the point of a punji stick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the the puzzle that I just kind of that, that I specifically broke was because that puzzle sucks. It's not it's not fun to try to brute force that puzzle. And I have read a lot of this module. There are very few things that are that's super not fun. Like there, there's one, there is one thing that I really don't like. It's like a golden um, skull, and if you touch it, it animates and makes fun of you, and you have disadvantage on like everything forever, period. And the only way, and I mean the only way, to make this motherfucker stop is to feed it like five thousand gold pieces and gems, which they may or may not have on them. I don't know. When you mean but, forever, do you just mean while they're in the tomb, or do you mean forever, forever? Uh, while they're in the tomb, but the okay, tomb is now it's locked. Not forever, but, but it it is it affects them during the module. For the rest yes, you the can't module. like long sleep. It's like for the rest yeah. of this, like we're gonna have several mm-hmm. sessions of several hours where your character is just a sack of trash. That's not a fun thing. I mean, the cleric's dealing with that, right? That's like one spell that doesn't work <laughs> that would otherwise break the whole dungeon. Um, oh, there was two. Oh, I did miss two small details. While they were mm. fighting the shield, my mom cast Banish on it. Mm. She tried to banish the shield. Now, Banish is one of those spells that is affected in the game. Things are not banished to the ethereal realm. They go to the weird-ass corpse room. This shield says if it leaves the room, it comes back. It flashes back on the next turn. So my mom cast Banish. The spell hits. Uh, it didn't have any DC. It can't move. So I'm like, okay, your spell hits, and it's banished. It goes away. I said it goes away for a second, and then it flashes right back to where it was. Okay? My mom is now pissed off. <laughs> she is not. My mom is a sore loser, just like her son. That's where I got it from. Came by it, honestly. So she's like, why? I don't understand. Why didn't my spell work? Like, your spell did It's okay, because at first she was thinking, she didn't understand, right? This is a case where Stephanie, my mom, does not understand what happened. No, no, I assure her, you are just as confused as your PC. Puff. Puff the Sorcerer is also confused. And just so you know, since you would know how your spells work, the spell worked. It didn't fail. It wasn't resisted. It did not happen. It happened. The thing were banished. And then it came back. And she could not deal with this shit. I mean, it was just like, cannot compute and run happy. Like, my spell slot, though. My spell slot. My spell, spell slot, slot, it's supposed to always work. Why isn't it working? So yeah. why why does, why does the nature of magic change here? But, like, I think an experienced player, oh, the thing I did didn't operate the way it normally does. So I, I would think something is affecting it. The only thing that could affect my spell most likely is another spell. She it was it was it was she could not do that because of the salt levels were too high. The salt was impeding <laughs> the the process of deduction. Okay, it was like, but I cast. Do, what, 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 did you make that up? Like she was. To, the first thing was 
she soft accuses me, I think, of just making it up. Like, I don't want, I don't want your banish spell to work, so it doesn't work. Ooh, Good old-fashioned fuck grounded. you from the GM. Right? Yeah. <laughs> she thought I was doing the oldest trick in the book. Like, I'm a GM and fuck you. Burp. You know? Like, you just so, don't want to let me win, do you? You're just yeah. mad I'm beating you. You're just Ooh. mad. I'm like, I have let y'all outsmart the puzzles a bajillion times. That's fine. It's, it's just the spell doesn't do what you think it does, and I can't tell you why. Is it, well, will I find out? I'm like, maybe. Uh, <laughs> you know, and in my head, I'm thinking, just cast Banish on anyone you, <laughs> on any one of the fellow PCs. Probably won't happen. So that they probably won't find out. They don't really have Dimension Door. <laughs> Which would be the most obvious spell to, uh, fuck this dungeon up. Or, I don't think they have Teleport. They might be able to, I think the Cleric might be able to, like, spec into it or some shit, but, um... But yeah, so they've been smart. They've been cautious. Um, I can't think of anything really pulled punch. And, I, and again, I might pull a few for the sake of the game, but it's fun. It's It's been a good game so far. And, uh, and they also encountered one of the Tomb Guardians. They're these big, like, flesh golems that stomp through the place. Uh, here I did kind of pull a punch. I could not find the stats I wanted for like there's like a modification online for like ex- expanded rules for these guys to make them cooler. Could not fucking find them, and so I had I, I and I, want, I also want to like make them fear this thing. So they're on the level, the second floor, and they hear stomp, stomp, and the jangling of metal armor, and they all hide in this alcove, and they and they see this this hulking flesh golem of rotting flesh covered and bolted on armor with chains and like <laughs> and they all hide and uh i think they made the clear the druid invisible the druid made herself invisible and she goes out and it's like right in front of this thing i'm like it stops and like looks right through you and then like moves its hand slowly over you because it like i think it, like tied or was near the detection for her the, the stealth she ducks and it goes on upstairs right where they were about to go and they're like, nah, let's just let's just stay on the second floor. It's probably fine. <laughs> so I flashed the Tomb Guardian. I didn't want them to fight it at the gate. I wanted it to scare them. I want them to be, if, whenever the, the, the action gets a little slow going forward, I'm going to throw out one of, you know, some of these Tomb Guardians. And I'll have my expanded power list next time, damn it. And eventually they're going to fuck up a stealth roll. Or after two or three times of me, like, you know, flashing the threat... I'll have it happen. I'll have them get caught flat-footed, and they can't escape this thing. So they're like my ace in the hole, but I wanted them to be shown and brandished before it was like, surprise, big guy fight, you know? Yeah, I get that. Plus they had done, I think, the the big fight, uh, or I had to tell, like, I had a vibe that there was a fight either coming up or that they had just finished one. Like, there's a certain pacing in my own uh, in my own brain that I kind of want. I want some level of deduction and thought process and let's be careful. And then the actual puzzle, uh, like, like trying to solve the puzzle and also combat that. Like I could, I know that Papa's auto room, that room with the skeletons and the shield, that's a fight. It's a, it's a, it's a bit of a slug fest. So I don't want to have slug fest, slug fest when I just don't have to, you know, I feel like we'd hit our, our action quotient for that session. Mm-hmm. So that's all those. But yeah, mostly I just wanted to brandish it. That's kind of where I'm from. Mm-hmm. I just I, I like to brandish a threat before I like deploy it. Mm-hmm. But my cautious players don't always go like then they sometimes avoid the threat, which is why we didn't yeah. get to have the dinosaur fight. Yeah, uh, they avoid <laughs> the they seem to avoid danger, which is smart. Yes, but it to me, it's like when you play Cthulhu and you leave your perception really low. If I can't see the stuff, I can't go crazy. Yeah. And it's like, That's but that trick. kind of ruins the spirit of the game. Well, my mom nope, is not that way. I'm gonna live. <laughs> hey, as this as this thing walked by, my mom said, "Let's fight it," and the entire table looked at her like, "Are you in your fucking mind? <laughs> it doesn't see us. Why? Fireball. My mom is not. Hit yeah, fireball. my mom is not that way. <laughs> my, I'm telling you, like that's that's that's. Let's fight it. But, <laughs> Fuck I this mean, guy. Six of us and one it, of it. If they waited for it to pass, they could have all come out and gotten a surprise free hit. 
Yeah, that's what my mom thinks. I don't know, yeah. I don't know what she thought about surprise. So, like, it was why like, not? You would have taken a good chunk off. You know, like, like why not take the free hit? It, like, we're going to get, everybody's going to get a free hit. Why do not? Do you think you're going to get through this thing flaw? I mean, that, there's an argument for that because they had the drop on it. The yeah. last thing you want yeah. is this thing to get the drop on you. Deal with the threat mm-hmm. now. That is not, that, uh, unfortunately, we only have one person with that vibe. Maybe Turok, our barbarian. Wow. As little, but everyone else, no. If you're invisible and this thing doesn't see you today, we're, we're just not going to do that. They they really like to, to 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 peep from the shadows and slink through things. Like that's just how they've solved problems repeatedly: invisibility and and stealth. Sneaky, sneaky, sneak. I I prefer the reckless abandon group on Sundays. Sorry. <laughs> so I didn't think that was you. Did, I, I I did not know you were of the uh, smash oh, destroy yeah. kill variety. Oh yeah. I'm a total murder hobo. <laughs> totally. Love it. I think I, I had to tell my mom, and I am proud of uh, uh, Say what you will. I know how my mom is. We'll just mm-hmm. put the, and, and I had to explain, like, when, when she first made her character, this is what a murder hobo is. Mm-hmm. Do not do this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I know it's not. It's, I know it's frowned upon. People don't like it. So I don't do it when I'm at a table. I can control myself. It's okay. I don't have to murder hobo, but if you really want me to enjoy a game, let me murder hobo. Let me murder people. Let me well, murder people. There you go. Well, I will. I will be having my murder hobo session at Gen Con. It was like some some group. It was like you don't technically have to have experience to play this, but it's go time. Like it was. It was clear that this is a go time D and D group thing. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm ready for a little D and D. You know, tacticalness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. They've they've knocked down three of the nine gods. They've okay. explored about half of uh, the top floor, a third of the bottom floor, maybe a quarter, or the, the second floor. So uh, they're making headway. They're making headway and seeing the stuff, and I'm, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of my group. I Big brains. Let's go Hit back me. to that room that filled with wine and the little creatures that you had to kill, right? Yes. And they ran out of the room and the door closed, right? And all of it's stone. Did anybody have like control earth or anything that they could have made a small hole in the, in the stone? I think there is a rule about the stone, like that not being a thing. Like, like you can't, I think, although I, I, I do wonder because there is like a move earth cantrip. And I'm like, wouldn't you just like burrow through this motherfucker? Well, I'm just thinking like, why not put a hole and let the, the wine drain and maybe that would affect the the swimmy things because they you know maybe they drowned because here we go water page 128 spells that normally allow one to pass through stone fail not pass through the stone just like reshape the stone or could they have just like cut a stone out just take a small little piece like a like a, a, a plug hole and let the the wine the wine drain out hopefully killing the creatures within Let's and then see. figure out how to reopen the door. That is not... It says similar spells might fail. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I would not allow a fucking cantrip to termite burrow through the entire goddamn dungeon. No, just the door for the wine! Oh, just the door? No, I would not allow yes. that. Are you not listening to me, or am I not speaking English? I was trying to read the, the relevant... Okay. <laughs> I, I saw where your question was going, and so I started yeah. looking up the relevant page. No. But no, I would not allow you to. Like, to me, the door is just part of the. Like, that's that's it's made of the same material the walls made of, and it's it, it, No, you're not gonna use stone spells to, like stone shape, the fucking dungeon. You're not. No, I would not allow that. I would allow you to block it with stone. Like if you did a, like like a for, a form stone and you made like a pillar of stone that could like block that door all the all day. But like to, I, I would not allow anyone to use spells to manipulate the walls or doors. Uh, you know, the, the physical structure of the dungeon itself that I would not allow because okay. that's like so, the game that would just break it. <laughs> oh, heaven forbid. Uh, two things. Uh, number one, I think my idea has merit and is genius, but number two, I'm also very high. So I think everything I say has merit. <laughs> <and> it's- <laughs> I've considered burrowing through it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't think you're understanding what I'm saying, and I'm hoping Oz and Cyclotron, who are listening, right, help, help me out. There's that a, you a stone, can help me, but we're gonna door. have to wait. We're gonna have to uh, stop recording because this is something people will 
discuss on their own and we'll get to hear their opinions on whether or not you would allow such a thing if you understood what it was I was trying to say. All righty. So, but we're going to say goodbye and then we're going to find out what they think. Sounds good. I, I, I really think what's happening is you really can't do this podcast because magic carpet ride is blaring in your brain and you just, <laughs> it's time it's time to go. We've got, we've got, like, we, I, I did a whole hour. I'm fine. I like to dream. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll talk to everybody later. Thank you. Bye.